0: And back to the get rooted in health podcast my name is Gabby your host and friend from afar <laughs> who's in your earbuds right uh, if this is your first time tuning in thanks so much I'm so glad that you are here welcome if you are a regular listener I am grateful for you thank you for tuning in again this week I'm excited to chat about what am I not excited right I always say that I'm excited to talk about <laughs> I love talking about all these different topics um, Especially when I get a minute to, like, jot down a bunch of things and gather my thoughts. Um, So, some of these thoughts were just done sporadically while I'm nursing a baby. And then sitting on the porch, I had a few minutes and I was writing down some notes. And then in between um, getting kids breakfast and eating my breakfast, I was researching and downloading or researching and writing down some notes um, for a couple different topics. So... It all happens somehow, some way. Isn't that how it goes sometimes? Just in general, whether you have little kids or not, it just depends on your life. And uh, I heard something today on my run, um, on a podcast I was listening to, that done is better than perfect. And I was like, you know what? I really, <laughs> I really can relate to that. This person had asked this podcast post a question about like starting their own business or becoming an entrepreneur or something and um, his advice was just like done is better than getting it done is better than perfect where like you can't wait for all your ducks to be in a row to just finally dive in like sometimes you just got to do things imperfectly and you can't think too much about like what's ahead like because thinking of all the failures that could happen are just going to stop you from actually taking the action so just wanted to encourage you with that Uh, it really stood out to me today and i was like you know that can i can apply that to many areas of my life my fitness my motherhood my um, business stuff you know gardening like so many times it's just like nope just I don't even know all the things right now with like which plants all need shade again, which ones I mean what goes in this soil I don't know. I don't have time but I can plant I have time to plant so I'm just going to plant (laughs) Um, you know just uh, you know with my fitness right now with running. I'm (laughs) and this will probably become a topic uh exploring a different approach to my running slash training I don't have anything on the horizon in terms of what I'm training for other than I just love to run and I want to become a better, more efficient runner and definitely want to run more marathons and halves in my future. Um, But what can I do with the time that I have now um, to really maximize my fitness? And I have been dabbling and learning about heart rate training, Um, so just not being ruled by the fears of you know what could come from dialing it back a little bit in my intensity to speed up in the long run like I have to slow down to speed up and so I just don't want to have the fears stop me from just starting something even if it's uncomfortable even if I don't even know what's ahead I don't even know um yeah all those things and so I don't it's not going to look perfect it definitely wasn't perfect I really tried this morning and I still couldn't get my heart rate to where I wanted it to be where it should be for um some endurance aerobic training I have to run a heck of a lot slower than I ever do but I don't think I've ever given myself the chance to actually go out for a run and come back and feel like wow I don't even feel like I went on a run like that's how I felt today which was a, a, a huge win um but still have some growth and it's so hard it's a mind game but i'm trusting the process so there's so many so many taglines in there you know trusting the process do it even if it's not perfect um you know fear you know not being ruled by fear i forgot what the other thing i said was but just showing up and doing the things so um that was just some encouragement encouraging word um for you to just step out and do the thing even if you don't have it all figured out, okay? (laughs) And if you do, tell me, reach out to me, let me know. If you have my number, if you have me on social media, you have my email, I mean, you can contact me. I love hearing your stories. I love hearing your takeaways. I love hearing when you listen to me or something that stood out to you, made you laugh, made you cry. Um, it, It really makes me know that we're in the right place together, like, we're, this, this is my community, and that is what I'm growing here, and I want it to be relatable, and I want it to be real, and I want it to be um, authentic uh, to me, and true to me, uh, but also, you know, something that you can take away things from, and hopefully they're true for you and you can apply to your life, or you can question things in your life, or I can encourage you or inspire you. Um, So that is what I feel that a huge part of my life and the gifts that I have been given, that God has given me, and that is what I am to be using them for is to, um, it's not always for monetary gain, but it's for um, the relationships and for the impact and Uh, being one of the person one of the people in this huge wide world who is willing to go above and beyond and share some hard things um, and be bold enough because we need people like that in our life we all have a different role and a purpose just like in the bible where it talks about um you know the body has many parts and that's just like the church and like you know, we need the eyes and we need the thumbs and we need the feet and we need the arms. And like there's so many different roles and we all can't be them. And we all need to help each other with our gifts and talents and roles and um, yeah, giftings. Um, so that's that. So let's move right into today's topic. And I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I have been incorporating lately into my life. Again, we'll say, I'm kind of going back to my old stomping grounds a little bit, Um, not as uh, full on, we'll say, but I want to talk about fueling our bodies for motherhood slash like tracking your macros, but lightly. So back in 2017, yeah, wow, that's like six years ago. How? How? Um. I stumbled across macro count, macro tracking, whatever. Uh, I had used it after having my firstborn. Um, I was coaching other people. Um, It helped me get a lot of results in my, I guess, body physically, um, more aesthetic type things. Um, It also did a little bit of damage to me because I was very rigid with it and um, just the mental things and then also just um, with a lot of exercise I was training for a marathon and it's my first triathlon while becoming a new mom and adapting to this macronutrient slightly more restrictive how I was approaching it restrictive um, approach and uh, just kind of really ran my body in the ground and uh, yeah hormones were just not where they needed to be I was lacking my menstrual cycle, struggling to um, have that so that we could plan for future children. And so um, it, it, uh, it is a tool and it is a great tool and a great resource, but it has to be used wisely. And you need to be careful with what you find online. Let me. I'll just put it there. Uh, you're gonna get a million bajillion opinions and views and I get it. you're like, so then where do, what do I trust? How do I know? Yeah, it's so it's not a cut and dry thing. It, it's something that's very personal to you, your lifestyle, your body makeup, the demands that your body is needing maybe you're pregnant maybe you're breastfeeding and maybe you're physically active during both of those that was me maybe you're not super physically active Um, maybe you you know you need to lose some weight for some health reasons or you just want to feel better and gain more confidence or maybe you want to gain more muscle or um, whatever like there's so many different approaches and it's not a cookie cutter thing so if you're following a cookie cutter method I would be very careful of that, where it's like, well, this guy just said I eat this, so I'm going to do that. Like, that's not for you. Like, it has to be tailored to you, and you have to know. And so I just want to encourage you to be very careful with Googling how to track my macros, how many macronutrients or how many calories should I be eating. Like, yeah, it can be pretty dicey out there. So I didn't come on here to really, like, coach you through that, but I wanted to encourage you, at least in your motherhood journey, on ways that you can be tracking lightly to keep you fueled in terms of your energy, feeling good, feeling confident. I mean, we we want to feel like we look good, right? It's it's not a wrong thing, but we don't. It becomes when it becomes obsessive, when it becomes the only thing our minds think about when is our next meal, how, you know, is, you know, where, what's on this menu that I'm going out to eat at, that, you know, I got to make sure it fits in everything, like, um, you know, just constantly thinking about your body, and the number on the scale, and the tracking of your food, and um, all the things, it can become very hard to get out of that, and it took me a while to really have to break that, I mean, I really had to break myself, um, and allow myself the freedom to just eat. Because ultimately the goal is that I have found that I really just want to help lead people into more of an intuitive eating. Because you can still lose weight. You can still feel good. You can still maintain where you're at. And still, and not have to track. You can just eat intuitively. You're following your intuition. Um, but you have to start somewhere. And you have to know... The ins and outs of macros and the ins and outs of your food and what it's made up of. I did. I did actually do an episode. You can find it early on in the podcast. Um, probably within the first fifteen episodes. Probably within the first ten. I'd have to look. Um, I'll take it in the show notes. I'll I'll put it in there. Um, all about tracking macros and um. I, I just wanted to share why I kind of resorted back to it right now, so You know, I never understood how some moms like would tell me like they would just forget to eat Like that blew my mind. where I was like, that's all I think about (laughs) I mean, I still Still think about food and enjoy it, but like I, I didn't understand it But now I get it. I'm pretty sure after having kid number three It was that's when it really set in and now I have four children and I realize sometimes maybe I've nibbled on a couple things while I've made them breakfast or something in the morning like I tend to do a lot of my physical activity my exercise and workouts fasted and I love my coffee in the morning that's just it's just who I am and I have my like electrolyte drink or my post workout recovery drink and um, but I haven't really like eaten but that I'm like met with the demands of all the little people that need to eat and then oh my baby needs to nurse So either I like quick can find something for myself or I'm nursing and I'm like, shoot, I didn't eat yet. Like it just it feels like I should have eaten, but I was in the kitchen for everybody else and and not me. Um, Because I, you know, we all sometimes just we all just eat different things. Sometimes the kids have oatmeal, but I don't want oatmeal that morning. I'm kind of like, what do I feel like eating? You know, um, that's that's me. But or what I have time for. So, half the time, like, the kids, like, three breakfasts to my one breakfast. It's like, I finally sit down to eat, and they're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm hungry now. No, mommy's eating. Please go away. <laughs> like, let me finish my actual food that I'm eating for the first time this morning. Well, you guys have already had, like, three different things. So, kids are funny. But I, I get it now. I, I get it that it can sometimes get lost and forgotten. But I don't want us. I still think about it, but sometimes it just happens later. Like, food is very important. The fuel that I put in my body is very important. I want to make sure that I'm recovering properly from my workouts and and helping my body um, recover and heal and have energy for the day and for the next time I I run or lift or whatever. Um, But we can't cut ourselves short. Like, you just – you can't in the nutrition department as moms. Whether, again, you're fueling for pregnancy, you're healing from having a baby – for motherhood in general, um, breastfeeding, and and if you're in, you know, um, the fitness space where you're, you're exercising, it all needs nutrition atten- attention. And I don't want you to cut yourself short in that department. So I don't want you to also think that you're doing yourself a favor by not eating. Like, oh, look at me. I didn't eat anything. Good for me. Yay. More calories like that I'm saving. No, that's not what what we want fasting in a sense great I did an episode on that like between 12 to 14 hours 16 is pushing it on the younger end like if you're not in the later ages of life you don't really want to be pushing past the 14 hour mark I would say it just is going to really be screwy with hormones there's really there's no need There's no need. So give yourself that break. Breakfast, break fast. You break your fast. So give yourself the 12-hour window. And allow your body to cycle and replenish and flush out all that it needs to. Um, And and that is one big thing that you can focus on. But don't think that just not eating, like, that's the goal. Because that's just going to, well, I didn't eat so I'm going to lose all this weight. Like, that's not to help your metabolism in the long run it, it just doesn't serve you long term and that's that's not the goal here um, but you know my my season here with three little kids and a three-month-old requires purposeful attention on my eating and so I was just like you know what I'm gonna open I, I need to get that app back on my first screen of apps so that I am more apt to open it and um, use it and, and I so I just Set a goal. I went back to my old stomping grounds, like I said, and I just set the basic goal of setting my macronutrients to at least a two thousand calorie. Um, that's on the low end. Like I, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm hitting that, and I'm pretty confident that I'm good at getting to there. Um, it just may not be sufficiently, um, what's the word? All- allocating the right macronut like the right macronutrients are not being allocated properly evenly how I would want them to be. So I went back to the basics of what I knew and I wanted to make sure that within that calorie range I was getting 40% of that being carbs, 30% of that being protein, I'm sorry fats, and 30% of that being protein. And so I started playing around with that because my main goal was first to make sure that I'm still fueling enough for being active and nursing my little one. And then for just making sure that I get enough protein in my diet, because it is only going to be more important as I get older. You know, I've hit 30 now, so it's only up from here, right? (laughs) And um, it's just so important for recovery, for um, just healing postpartum, recovering from workouts and just fueling my body properly so that I'm not craving endless food. Because let's just face it, when we're low on sleep, sometimes people wonder why they, sometimes people wonder why they crave things or they have random hunger, you know, surges or like just want sweets or just a snack. And likely it's because most of the time you're not getting adequate sleep, enough rest, and you're not eating the right things so that you're staying satisfied for longer periods of time. And I definitely have noticed when I'm short on sleep, which comes with motherhood, um, that you're just likely to grab more things. And so why not, if you're going to grab, make sure that you are telling yourself that if you really want something, then these are the options that you're going to have. It's not going to be, you know, the more processed foods sugar, carbs, those kinds of things. Excuse me. And um, so I really wanted to make sure that in terms of my protein, I was getting at least one gram, like 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Um, So I don't really weigh myself that much and I'm in this weird limbo stage, but I for sure want to at least be ranging between 130 and 140 grams of protein. And you're probably like, what? Holy smokes. Like you eat that and not every day is it perfect, but I do strive my best to hit some of that. And it's not hard when you do think about it and you actually track. And so once you start tracking, you actually won't need to track as much because you're going to know and remember some of the staple go-tos that allowed you to hit those protein goals. And so you'll, you'll have your different options for breakfast and you'll know what protein powder to add or how many eggs or egg whites or sausages or um you know, a turkey bacon or a Greek yogurt or whatever it might be. You, you'll know what you need to add to add up to that. You'll be more mindful. So for breakfast time, I've been really trying to make sure that I'm getting at least like 30 to 40 grams of protein. So sometimes that means I'm adding protein powder to my coffee and then I'm doing like two eggs and a half cup of egg whites. Lately, I've been into the egg white kick. Um, you can make it into an omelet if you want. It doesn't have to be scrambled eggs, but sometimes I just don't have time for that. Um, and, uh, so I'll, you know, an egg or two eggs, and then a half cup of egg whites, two or three chicken sausage links. We buy the Jones ones from Costco. I love those. Um, and they're lower on the fat end. Um, you know, I'm not afraid of fats, but I also know they're super easy to over consume on. And that was one thing I wanted to make sure that I was being mindful of as well. And that I was very intentional with those. And so, and, and, you know, obviously sourcing from the, the best kinds and so just saving those for um you know other things I love my peanut butter and I know that I can tend to just like mindlessly graze sometimes and like while I'm making the kids lunch and I'll pull out the peanut butter and carrots and like keep dipping okay you can call me weird I don't know does anyone else do this like I love carrots and peanut butter I feel like it's a normal thing, but whenever I've said it out loud, people look at me like, you're like, what? (laughs) But I like, I I like to dip my carrots and peanut butter. So I don't know, I guess it's just a thing. Um, and so anyway, you know, it's serving sizes like what a tablespoon or two tablespoons. Um, so it's very easy to all of a sudden hit that or more without even knowing it. And then like, Oh, I didn't really even eat lunch, lunch. But before you know it, you've already consumed 200 calories worth of peanut butter, 300 calories. Who knows? Um, Not that peanut butter is bad. I'm not here to shame food, to say a food is bad, or that I did something bad. It's just, again, being mindful. And if you are wondering why you're not hitting the goals, why you're not feeling good, it's because, wow, you just filled up on carrots and peanut butter, but you didn't actually have a ton of protein at lunchtime. And no wonder now then you're just reaching for, like, I don't know, a bag of chips and... I don't know, something later on, like you you didn't adequately fuel your body. So the goal was to become more mindful. And that's why I wanted to track. And so I didn't want it to be a strict thing. I didn't want to become an obsessive thing. Um, I've tracked some days, you know, plenty of days in a row. And then other days I haven't or I've taken a weekend off. But I'm always more I'm always so mindful about my protein, though, where I'm just like, okay, how can I get this protein into this meal? Like, that's my first goal. Like, where's the protein coming from? And then I stack in the carbs and the fats. And I I realize most fats, you just have to be, it's, it's all about the portion where you're not just like loading on the salad dressing and you're not loading on, you know, the butter and the peanut butter and like spread it out throughout the day where you're not just slabbing it in, you know, where you're having cheese and avocado and butter and I don't know, something else, and then you have peanut butter and apples, like, wow, that's a lot of fats that you consumed. Where were the proteins? You know, where, where was that? So, um, I, you know, I've shared before, I typically will like to, you know, how many times would I like to eat throughout the day, divide that number by the number of grams of protein I want. And that's about the target grams of protein I want to eat at each time I'm eating my snacks and meals. So again, being just purposeful, with my eating and not mindlessly eating because the saying is, if you bite it, you write it. So I knew if I was going to eat this, I was going to have to track it. And if it wasn't going to be easily trackable, why am I eating it? What was the purpose? All of those things. Um, hitting my protein goal. Again, that was a big goal of mine. I wanted at least 30 to 40 grams at breakfast time. I didn't want to be overeating or overconsume in the fats and carbs department because that's easy to do. And I feel that I I've been feeling really good. I've been feeling really strong, mostly energized. Granted, my baby has been sleeping very well lately, and that is just a huge blessing right now. Um, I I'm all for need you know getting my sleep because <laughs> I like my early mornings. Um, yeah, so I just I, I don't want you to feel that you have to track macros. But you also need to have a general idea of how, even if it's just to track your protein intake, do it. And that's going to give you an idea of, wow, I am really under targeting my my protein intake. I'm missing that target. And for you, you know, if you're physically active, point Seven I think it is to one gram per pound of body weight should be your goal so say you let's just say you weigh 120 pounds 130 pounds um, one gram per pound of body weight is 130 grams of protein okay A little less than if you are um, shooting for a little less than one gram per pound uh, you know if you're not as physically active you know at least at least make your target a hundred if you can do anything, make your target hundred grams of protein. I would say no matter what. because as you're aging, as you get older, especially in old older elderly people, your protein is so huge. I mean, if you don't want brittle bones, if you want to have strong brain, good metabolism, um, just muscle that you're hanging on, like where you're not just this brittle old thing, <laughs> I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. I want to be able to run around with my kids and my grandkids and, um, live a really good life, be in my garden, all of the things. And that comes with like just taking care of your body. And some of it, if you just do it now, it's just going to become natural. Like I just think of the people back in the day that didn't have all this technology and macro tracking and all this input of health and fitness things like they, but we don't live the life they did. We don't have to have acres of land to farm for ourselves because that's all we, that's how we get food and and live and, and are sustained in life. Like we don't have, we're not doing all this yard work and gardening and like everything is so instant and fast paced in our day and age. Whereas back then you had to walk to get things. You had to be in the kitchen to make things. There wasn't eating out. There wasn't Amazon. There wasn't, um, DoorDash. Like, you know, nobody wants to grow anything these days. Like they're just all about easy, convenient, whatever. Like, um, yeah chores around the land your house all of the things like that's become less and less and less so like they were so active they just ate what they had they'd never overate like I just feel like it was so so much simpler then and they didn't have to have conversations like this (laughs) I feel like everything was so rich and and just homemade and yeah I always feel that I've grown up in the wrong era, but that's okay. <laughs> I can pretend, right, to live in my own little world. Oh, That's like it. Um, so, just knowing that it takes a little bit of time up front with tracking. Like, you're going to feel like you're hitting a wall. Like, why am I doing this? This is so hard. Um, it's not easy. I feel like it's just inconvenient. It's okay. Let it inconvenience you because Over time, you're gonna your app will start recognizing your foods. If you use MyFitnessPal, which is what I use, it'll start to recognize the regular foods that you use. You can scan them if you have like the premium paid for or whatever. You can scan food labels. Um, You know, it'll be like, oh, are you having you know egg whites with your eggs? Then you can just hit both on the phone. Like you can plan a day in advance. You can. I mean, it, it'll just know. It'll know. When you search track things regularly, it'll recognize the foods that you normally eat, and they pop up, and it's become super easy. I've even uploaded some of my own staple recipes. You know, how many serving sizes is it? And then if I have a recipe, I can just pop it in there. You can import them from online. I'll copy um, the URL and pop it into the MyFitnessPal, and you can, you know, save a recipe that you found on Pinterest in there, and then make sure all of the... Um, ingredients match up and then divide it by the serving sizes and then you have a mess a recipe you want to make muffins or cookies or something that's not like you know just like chicken and rice and a broccoli like you can have fun things um you know you you want to make sure that you tailor it to you and what you like um, as an individual whether you like variety whether you like consistency whether you like sauces and dressings like you got to get creative and find ways to incorporate them so that you don't burn out, so that you don't feel defeated. You have to tailor it to you and not feel like, well, if I'm doing macro counting, then I can't have this and I can't have that and I can't have this. No, eat it, but track it and then be like, okay, I ate. I'm good. Like, this is good. And and just watch how you're just more mindful and how you build your plate then going forward because it then eventually flows into intuitive eating, which I've been doing for a handful of years now. Like, honestly, like, The tracking really did, as much as it became an obsessive thing, it has helped me so much because I can eyeball so many things. Or when I know that I'm using a creamer that might have sugar in it because I just wanted something one time, I know that I can't pour and pour and pour it in. You know, it's got 3 to 5 grams of sugar. Sometimes other ones have more per tablespoon. You can't tell me that you stop at a tablespoon of creamer in your... Thirty ounce to go mug, <laughs> you know, I'm being exa- I'm exaggerating, but like no people like fill that thing three fourths or not three fourths, but will, you know a third of the way up with creamer, and it's like okay, you don't realize, do you? Like no, nobody taught them. They don't really know they don't, or they just don't care. Um, but if you're wanting to want, if you're wondering why you're not making strides and not. Not hitting goals and targets, you might need to really just look at labels and what are serving sizes of nuts, what are serving sizes of sauces and and dressings and uh, coffee creamers. What's the serving size of rice? What's the serving size of chicken? Um, And there's a difference between cooked when you weigh it and uncooked. So I just always weigh mine cooked. I mean, it's insane if you if you just make sure that you have chicken breast, turkey, ground beef. As some staple proteins, I buy some turkey breast from Costco as well as easy protein to just like I'll just snack on that. There's even um, ham at Costco. It's like a Kirkland brand and it has like no nitrates and stuff in it. Um, I, I, I can't always win with the lunch meat thing because I'm not paying bonkers prices all the time. Um, and uh, I'll have a slice or two of that and that's like 5 or 10 grams of protein with like 1 gram of fat. Super easy. I'll munch on that sometimes just real quick while I'm whipping up lunches for the other kids. And then I'll finally, maybe I'll make myself a shake or I'll have a salad or whatever. But I at least am like, well, I'm not just going to reach for, you know, the things that aren't going to add more protein to my day all the time. So that's why I grab, you know, the beef stick or the cheese stick or the slice of ham or the turkey breast uh, as a quick like protein quick protein source um so yeah so that um I don't know where I left off but oh yeah so just just knowing that you're going to start recognizing then after you read all those labels and you realize what a serving size is of ketchup or you know barbecue sauce or a salad dressing or a cereal that you like um I don't know it's whatever it is that you eat just know maybe it's ice cream and you're like three times in that serving size bump it down Bump it down to the two times and then bump it down to just a serving and enjoy it. Okay? You can get creative and make protein ice cream. Uh, you know, or like a really, really thick chocolate shake. Like, get creative and be purposeful. Not every day is going to look perfect. Mine have not. Again, it doesn't have to be perfect to get done. Just do it. Just do what you can, even if it's not perfect. I had some days off, but like, like I've said, after you know, having tracked, I go about my days being super intentional and mindful. Like I'm literally always thinking about what is my next protein source going to be next time I eat? Like, what do I want? What do I have on hand? Um, There were these turkey burgers on sale at Costco and I grabbed those and they were still on sale when I went back another time and I grabbed one more box because then I found my son really loved them. There's 30 grams of protein in them. I think the ingredients were pretty, pretty solid too um nothing nothing crazy um they also have chicken burgers at costco too 20 20 to 22 grams of protein very low fat uh and then the turkey burgers maybe they had like i don't know 13 grams of fat in them which is totally fine for 30 grams of protein yeah sign me up i you just like chop that thing up put it on a salad wrap it in a lettuce or have it on bun i don't care like lately i've just been having the buns sometimes because like i just want the hamburger at home and I just want the bun. I don't I don't always need to have it in a salad or I don't always need to have it, you know, with lettuce, uh, lettuce wrap. Like I can enjoy a bun. It's fine. It's not going to hurt me. So like just knowing that, oh, okay, if I really want the bun, then maybe I shouldn't have, you know, so many other things throughout the day earlier, like a ton of carbs. But again, it's just not being rigid with it all. It's just being mindful of, I'm trying to find the word, just like thinking of your array of foods that you piled in for the day and making sure that it's balanced well in all the areas, but specifically that protein. <laughs> uh, but yeah, lately, again, all I've been snacking on a lot of is just like turkey breast, uh, ham, a beef stick from Paleo Valley, Uh, carrot sticks i have a ton of those cut up we've been really liking when you buy like just a giant bag at Costco I'll peel them and we'll cut them up they're so much sweeter than like those nubby little carrot carrot things (laughs) those are more convenient yes but they just don't taste as good and my kids love to just sometimes grab a whole honking carrot and just eat it like a rabbit it's pretty cute uh, pretzel thins, like I'll, those will just be sometimes my easy go-to. Like I allow myself carbs. I'm an active person. Carbs are not the enemy. I'm not afraid of them. I eat my sourdough still, like all the things. And so pretzel thins are a source of carbs. There's not really any protein in it. Maybe like a gram. I don't know. Um, and there's no fat. So I'm like, you know what? I just, it's just some easy carbs. It'll give me some energy. Uh, I know that I could have some and squeeze them into my day still. Uh, and I'm not like consuming 300 calories worth of fats. Like it, it, it's not, it's just an easy thing. Um, I can, I've been doing quick protein shakes and sometimes I might just be thirsty. And so I'll just whip up, uh, an, an electrolyte drink and I'll just power through that and realize that's all I really needed. And so you just have to get to know your body. You have to get in tune with it. You have to know what it's, what it really needs. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's always a good, it's always a good place to come back to, I feel, with the macros. Uh, I know some moms that I have followed on Instagram like that is like their thing. That's what they do and like I love that. I think it's awesome but like I got to live my life. I got to tend to my kids. I got to tend to my garden. I got to tend to my podcast. I got to tend to my husband. I got to tend to you know working out like all the things and so I can't always make the time to be like logging into that app or making sure I sat down and pre-planned my entire next day. Um, you know, and another thing is if you do know you're going out to eat, maybe just really capitalize on all that protein, really, really minimal carbs and fats, and then just go eat, just go eat out. Don't worry about the menu, you know, maybe glance at it and just pick a few things that you for sure want to consider, but don't be like, oh, I can't have the hamburger and fries when we go out. But like, you totally could if you just really ate like, really good lean quality um, protein, had a protein shake, just munched on veggies, um, eggs, whatever. Like you just know, you just realize, you know, I'm going to feel so much better and go into my evening feeling so much better about the choice that I make. And I can fully enjoy something that I don't get to enjoy at home. Like now I'm recognizing, I used to order salads. This was me. I would always jump to the salads because I thought that was the healthiest thing and the best thing for me when going to eat out and granted we don't even eat out that much but this was like me growing up when we go out to eat and in the earlier stages of when Alex and I would go out before we had kids or maybe even one kid and now I'm like if I'm going out I want something that I can't even really make at home like and sometimes it is a burger and fries because sometimes restaurants it it just it is you know, hey. We're, I'm an American. I'm a Midwest girl. I want the burger and fries sometimes, but like I want the thing that I can't really make at home well or at all and I'm gonna go for it. I don't typically go for super heavy like pasta dishes unless we're like at an Italian restaurant, but like yeah, I'll I'll eat the bun. I'll eat the fries. I, you know, I'll have the wine or the beer or the whatever, you know, like the sure let's have dessert tonight. Like I allow that. I realize that because you know what? I'm going out and I don't do this at home. And, and that's that's what I want eating out to be. Is I want it to be such a fun, pleasurable experience, not a restrictive thing. So I just build my day knowing, you know, okay, I'm going out to eat later. So how about I just focus on the basics? Don't get too fancy with anything. Just eat basic, you know, fruits and vegetables, proteins, minimal carbs and fats, and enjoy the night. So... Uh, it's always good to come back to the tracking because it has established really good habits. It's It was definitely uncomfortable in the beginning, but you're going to feel really good about it once you master it, once you start to realize, whoa, that's way too much ketchup, that's way too much salad dressing, that is not enough chicken, that is not enough, you know, like being aware. So you're going to want to have a food scale, that is number one, like you're you're going to just want that. Measuring things in tablespoons and, and cups and stuff, it's just going to get all messy. It's going to get messy. When you can just dump and mix and plop and sprinkle and measure in grams, it's just so much easier. It makes your life easier. And, and you don't have to dirty a bunch of utensils because that's also overwhelming because then you have dishes. So just use the scale. Put your plate on there. Put your bowl on there. Put your chicken on there. Weigh it. Tear it out. Hit zero. Put your rice on there. Tear it out put your, you know, half the time I'm like, I don't even need to weigh my vegetables. I just need to know like the carbs and the fats and the proteins. Like I don't care about veggies and fruits, like just eat them. Um, and then, yeah, that was, that was really what I wanted to encourage you moms, especially, you know, again, I've learned it's not worth being a slave to measuring anything and obsessing over the macronutrients because it's, in the end, it's not, what's def- it's not what defines me. It's not what makes me a better person. It, it doesn't make me a better mom like because I did it, but I feel that I am a better mom. I feel that I can show up as a better mom and a better individual when I know that I have given my body the purposeful fuel it needs, the right fuel. And I just end up showing up better and feeling better. And sometimes you guys wonder how I have the energy I do. And I honestly think it's just because of... The getting outside that we do, the exercise that I do, and the food that we eat. Like, we're not always perfect, but I don't know what perfect is. Like, I, I don't know. But we for sure eat at home a ton. We don't eat a lot of processed foods. Um, and, yeah, you just have to get in. You know, I have my electrolytes. I drink my coffee. I enjoy a beverage every now and again. Um, but I get my, my healthy fats in. I'm not consuming heavy laden toxic chemical processed foods with oils and things I can't pronounce and tons of preservatives and some of my things in my home have natural flavors but a lot of them don't I would say maybe 20% of things if even maybe 10% of my items in my home have the word natural flavors on the label like I really like my Zevia I'm going to enjoy it yes it has natural flavors in it do I have one every day no okay so Just know that you're not defined. You're not a better person because you ate a certain way. Like, look at me. Like, no, we ultimately, like, just be true to you, true to your goals. Use the resources that are out there, but really customize it to you. I hope that this was encouraging uh, and helpful. And just know that, you know, there are so many other priorities in life. And we don't need to be overwhelmed and bogged down by needing to be perfect in this realm but you do deserve to feel really good you do deserve to pay a little bit more attention to the food that you're eating and you know I love getting to connect with moms and talk to moms that have really just taken their health back and it is amazing to see the joy that they have the confidence that they have and the energy that they have um, they they just feel like wow I I can do this And you can't. You just have to get to the basics. Just stop eating processed things. Lower that sugar content. Be mindful of how much protein you're getting in. And just enjoy food. Enjoy food. Eat it while being present. Be present while eating it. Not distracted by X, Y, and Z. Yes, your kids can be you know, okay, I'm just gonna have to inhale my food because someone needs me again or I gotta go to nurse my baby. Like sometimes it just happens that way. And and it is what it is. But don't make it the the norm. And just also knowing, you know, as a Christian, you know, just we're defined by God. And what does he say? And, you know, I really love to just make sure I remind myself when I find myself being anxious about my eating habits or like a decision I made and like, why am I eating this cake? Okay, Costco cake, guys, can't even have that in my house. I have left, I've had leftovers from a birthday party for my two-year-old. Guys, it's a bad thing (laughs) because I just want to eat it. I'm like, Lord bless this cake. Make it healthy because I need to get rid of it oh my goodness, and then I don't want to give it to my kids, because they'll, like, have sugar high, or the dyes in the frosting make them go bonkersville, so I let them have some more, but, like, oh, I just, I just like it, I do, I wanted it, and so I'm, like, you know what, God says don't be anxious, be anxious for nothing, don't worry, and so I'm, like, okay, (laughs) we're just gonna move on, I ate it, it's done, can't have, can't take it back, I ate some, and we're just gonna move forward. I just wanna have to, anything after dinner. Like sometimes that's just what I have to tell myself. So, with that being said, I hope that this was relatable and helpful. Made you laugh, gave you insight. Hope you jotted some things down. If not, re-listen to some things. Um, I will put in the show notes again that episode that talks about the uh, macro tracking. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. All right, be well. Bye.